Welcome to the Pre-Vet Pausecast. I'm Alex Avellino, your tour guide on the journey to becoming a veterinarian. Listen along as we provide you with tips, tricks, and tales on applying to veterinary school. Welcome back to season four of the Pre-Vet Pausecast, Binging the Application. I'm Alex Avellino, and this episode features an undergrad student who has changed their journey from pharmacy to veterinary. You'll notice that all names have been removed to protect confidentiality. I want to thank this student's willingness to record this session to help students understand how to approach the application after deciding to approach a new career. Okay, so first thing is I didn't know I wanted to be a vet until like a year ago. So I don't have a ton of experience like a lot of my friends do. I have been working a lot since then to like get as much as I can. Um, I worked at the Humane Society for six months. So I've have a little bit of experience and I've also been, as soon as I moved here, since I just recently moved here for the spring semester, I volunteered at like the sheep unit and stuff. So I do that twice a week to try to get large animal. Um, I do research with a dolphin survey back in Jacksonville where I live and I volunteer under the vet there for the exotic clinic. So I'm trying to get different variety of stuff since I know I'm lacking in that. Um, but my thing is, is can I show in other aspects of things? Like before that I wanted to be a pharmacist. And so I had my pharmacy tech license. And so I did do things working towards that, which is why it was an easy transition to be a vet since they require the same things basically. But um, my thing was how can I like potentially use pharmacy tech as like a, not a flaw for not wanting to be a vet kind of. Thing. Oh, I think you'll, it'll be great because you'll be able to be able to say, I've considered other things besides vet med. Mm -hmm. I've approached different options. I've thought about other careers. I've had the guts to say, this isn't what I want to do. And I've switched careers midway through. You're also still in the medical field. So you can talk about how pharmacy in general can be related to vet men, right? It's still a medical profession. So I think you should list all of the extracurricular activities you did while trying to go to farm school, everything you still want to put on there because they're going to be looking at your grades and comparing what you did with your time. So you don't want to leave that stuff off. And then in your essays, you just want to be super clear about how you know vet med is the right choice for you because we don't want them to think like, is this just a backup plan or is the student applying to both programs? So you'll just be very clear about that. Okay, perfect. I was talking to a couple of people and they were looking at like what I had so far and they were saying that working is better than volunteering. Yeah. That's true. I mean, we prefer to see paid experience to volunteer. Paid experience is not required. The reason we like it is we assume you have more responsibility, you have more hands-on training, you're closer with the vets than a volunteer. Okay. Um, it was just cause I know for working, like I could work in the summer at the Humane Society again. It was just for volunteering, I would be able to do like different uh, exotics, come here and do the sheep unit and do the UF volunteering because they just sent out emails for their potential. So it was just like, I could get different. Mm, I hear what you're saying. 
All right, so let's clarify a few things. In the sheep unit, are you working with a vet? No, it's just more okay. like hard working, like side of uh, livestock. Okay. So anything that you're doing with animals that is not with a veterinarian is going to be animal experience, mm -hmm. which is fine. Good to have on there. It's never my favorite thing because if you are with a vet, you're getting both veterinary and animal experience. Mm -hmm. So I would say in general, and when you're at the like Humane Society, are you working with their vet? Yeah, when I did work there, yes. Great, okay. So I would say from now on, since you've gotten like some small ruminant experience and you're doing, you've done an animal experience, let's move on and only focus with veterinarians. Mm -hmm. And then if it's between getting paid, so where could you potentially get paid? Um, so I would potentially go for the summer since I'm in a dorm right now back to Jacksonville and I could try work there for two months since I would be coming back here for the, okay. Or it was more like my, um, I know a vet who would let me shadow her for exotic and also do research with the dolphins and then UF vet, um, just sent out volunteer stuff. So I was going to maybe do the zoo med if I could. So we're less concerned with you having a variety of species. Mm -hmm. We're more concerned with a strong foundation in like general clinical practice. So when it comes to, oh, I could do exotics with Zoom Ed team like that, I don't care about that unless you think you wanna be a Zoom Ed veterinarian. Okay. And that's a whole other discussion. So if you're gonna be writing an essay that's like, I wanna do Zoom Ed, then yes, going and volunteering with Small Animal Hospital and Zoom Ed makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. If you, do you know what kind of vet you wanna be? Um, that's how I was just trying out different things to see what it will most likely be small animals. Cause a lot of my things are like, okay, I like the dogs and cats side for sure. Okay. But, so then if that's the case and you have an opportunity to work with a small animal vet somewhere, that's what you want to do, whether it's paid or not. As for doing more research, you're already doing research. How many hours do you have? Um, so the research with her was only once a month. So it's not like a whole bunch, but we did it for like a year or so. And I am talking to, um, other research people at UF right now, and he's going to help okay. me this summer to get multiple, like, like ruminants. So he's doing a sheep research, a goat and a cow. So he was telling me I can join on that. Okay. So I'm just trying to think of how you're spending your time and what's the best way to spend your time at this point. Because if you had, you know, 100 hours of research already, I'd be like, okay, you're good. Let's move on to just getting vet experience. But if it was once a month for a year, maybe, maybe it's close to 100 hours, maybe it's not, but you have a full year, which is nice. And maybe they'll write you a nice letter of recommendation. So I, at this point, want you to do whatever's going to give you consistent small animal clinical practice experience. You've worked at a shelter. You've worked with ruminants a little bit. You've done some dolphin stuff. Like you're doing a lot of things, but like, let's get a foundation small animal. However, you can do that. The only thing I'll say about UF Small Animal Hospital, you're competing with house officers. So residents and interns, you're competing with vet students, you're competing with vet technicians, and then you're competing with the volunteers that are already there. Mm -hmm. but sometimes it might be you might, you might get more experience by volunteering at a local practice instead of our big hospital, but do you have a car on campus? Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. So then you could be driving to places. So I want you to do whatever is going to give you hands-on quality, small animal experience and mentorship from a veterinarian. Okay. Nice.
So one of my friends actually works at the UF vet hospital and she didn't really have any experience before that. So this was like her best way to get in. And my thing is, is I would definitely join in the summer if I knew I was staying here trying to get my apartment extended to where I can go earlier then I can potentially work there or if not um, at least volunteer there to potentially start working there in the fall I don't know how that works but the way they sounded is they were looking for some people but they wanted it to start soon <laughs> start soon and were they looking for people who would eventually go off to vet school I believe so yes okay because a lot of times like they're going to want folks who really want to be vet techs as their career mm -hmm. because then they have to keep training people as they go off to vet school. Uh -huh. So it depends if it's like a short-term position, definitely. But mm -hmm. if they're looking to tell someone to stay there long-term, mm -hmm. maybe not. Yeah. Okay. Definitely can look into so You have to find that out. Okay. Um, another question was, okay. So for research, I'm trying to get as much as I can here since back at my old school, they didn't really do research geared towards animals and I really wanted to do that um a lot of the ones here that I'm seeing are more short-term than long-term and I know you guys would prefer long-term how long is short-term um like a couple months like three four months is basically how it's sounding with him I think a semester is fine okay if you're okay. putting in like five to ten hours a week a semester is not a problem okay just okay. know that when it comes to the research we don't mind if it's non-animal related research too. So don't feel like you have to have a narrow focus, but if that's something you really want to do, great. But we'll accept research from any department. Mm -hmm. Okay, nice. Um, and so what would you say is too short of a term for research? It's like two weeks, two, two weeks, weeks to a month. It's like, eh, I don't love that. Mm -hmm. If you're in the same lab and their projects are short, I would accumulate all the hours in the lab and count that as one huge experience. Mm -hmm. And then when it comes to numbers, if it's 20 hours, 30 hours, it's like, ugh, that's not that much. Mm -hmm. And your goal with most of your experiences should be to get to know these professionals well enough that they'll write you a strong letter of rec. Mm -hmm. For sure. Definitely trying to gain that experience. Um, let's see. So if it was to be working versus volunteering for now, like just for the summer's sake, because I know like it's going to be kind of hard to find a job that's only going to take you for two months kind of a thing. Would you say um, volunteering here with um, a clinic that could potentially one day hire you would be the better option? Versus? Versus doing like the Humane Society in Jacksonville that I'm not going to be like continually volunteering at. I would say if you have an opportunity to stay somewhere and start volunteering to get a job, yeah, I would definitely do that. However, you're already linked up with the Humane Society, so that should be on the back burner. If something doesn't work out here, sure, you could go back to Jacksonville. How many hours do you have with that Humane Society? Um, so employment was about 586, but I also volunteered there for like 200 to 150 hours. I think then we've had enough time there Mm -hmm. And then it's time to do a new one. So I would say you probably don't need to go back to Jack's, maybe stay in Gainesville and start volunteering or working. And then when it comes to, will someone hire you for two months? They might, if their people are going home for the summer. True. So you can be calling and just saying, Hey, I'd love to fill the spots of the folks who maybe were students and aren't here. Like maybe market yourself that way. Mm -hmm. Option. Okay. Um, next. 
next. So like background of me, just so that they know, like, yes, I didn't know I wanted to be a vet for like a while. Um, things that could potentially help. I wasn't too sure. Like the leadership um, in a dairy club. I'm in the dairy club. I started this semester, like being a reporter, showing. Like, Ooh, love that. Fun. I, I know. I love like artsy stuff. So I'm trying to like put my personality into like a leadership program that I would enjoy. I just don't know if like reporter would be seen as like big compared to like presidents. I think it's different. And if you, it's all about impact. So if you just write, you know, president of a club, fine. But I want to hear what impact did you have by being president of the club? If you write reporter, fine. We don't see that that often, but then it's, this is the impact I have as a reporter. I have communication skills. I can think on my feet. I have to be professional. I have to present myself well. So all of those buzzwords I'd be putting into the description. And I also might include them in essays and you would definitely talk about it in an interview. Okay. So just be thinking about what does a veterinarian need to do? They need to be professional. I have showed professionalism through these opportunities. Okay, nice. Um, so next, um, so for extracurricular activities, I don't know if this would count, but like I do YouTube and so we do vlogs. I do pre-vet experience, like uh, the sheep unit, they allow me to um, vlog and show like what I do there. Um, I also have some of my pre-vet friends who are going to do like videos where we do advice and things that would help us. Would you put that in VEMCAST and potentially talk about it? Because I'm artsy. I like videography, photography, and stuff like that. That was something that I enjoyed. I think it could go in one of two places. We have a hobby section. Not sure if we're going to keep it, but it could go in the hobby section. For extracurriculars, it's hard because really extracurriculars are supposed to be something that you do with an outside organization. Mm, okay. So to me, it feels a little like a hobby. Mm -hmm. However, if you have a channel with a name and you have followers, how many followers do you have? Um, a thousand. <laughs> so I definitely up. <clears throat> I think you could... I, you could think about putting it under extracurriculars and say the name of the channel. And then for your title, it would be a blogger slash content creator. Mm -hmm. you could put the details, what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how they'll feel about that because that's still kind of new for the admissions committee for this generation to be going off and providing, you know, advice and videos. I don't know, but I think you could try it and see how they respond. Maybe they'll love it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I remember I talked to mm -hmm. there and she was saying that that one would be nice. Um, also, my brother started a snake business. And so I was thinking, even though I don't live down south, like he lives in Miami area, if I could be a part of his business, whether it's helping like with social media and getting like his snakes yeah, out. There. That makes sense. Yeah, you could be putting down... So the, the name of your brother's business, and then you maybe you are, is he going to pay you? Uh, potentially, hopefully. So you could put down your title is, again, either content creator or brand ambassador or however you want to call it. And then the number of hours and what you do. And again, the impact, you know, I'm organized. I know how to get a message across to different audiences. I'm tracking analytics. Yeah, you could be thinking about including that stuff. Now, are, is the admissions committee going to say like, yes, this is super relevant. 
maybe not, but they might say, okay, we appreciate the skills and this is how a student spent their time. Mm-hmm. I think they'll like it more if you had more veterinary hours to back up everything that you have going on. So you would, you'd be doing both in conjunction. In conjunction. Okay. So def- definitely would prefer getting like a lot more vet experience. A hundred percent. Okay. So I was, yeah, I was definitely thinking, cause at the UF volunteering thing, you're basically shadowing under vets. Is that what it sounds like? You could be shadowing or you could be volunteering. It depends. Like if they let you touch things, you're a volunteer. If you're standing there, you're a shadow. Oh, volunteer sounds a little bit better. Yeah, um, we, want, we want volunteers. Okay. So then that would potentially go under vet if I'm under. Oh, for sure. If you, now, if you're, again, if you're, even if you're shadowing, like if you're watching surgeries, that would go under vet experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. So also another thing was, um, I know I don't even have to be thinking of this yet, but somebody said it in a speech one time and it was the PSLF or it's getting like their two are their loans paid off their vet loans paid off if they work 10 years with a, public service a, loan forgiveness yeah okay is the humane society under that or no oh i'm not sure i would do some googling and look into that program and what you have to do to get it and i think with that one there are a couple of like stipulations read the fine print on any kind of loan forgiveness program read 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 see if it's guaranteed because it might not. I would look into that one. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. Cause I wasn't sure she, there one speaker was talking about it and how she almost has it. And I wasn't too sure what you had to do to get that. But okay. So yeah, I think that's basically, I was just wondering what to do at my time that my mom was or that experience. Yeah. Okay. And so less like, um, volunteering difference, but do more small animal. Cause that's what I want to do. Definitely because it's what you want to do and because it's the foundation of what you'll be doing in vet school and it's what a lot of our students end up doing. Mm -hmm. And I will say, I feel like that's something I see consistently with our admitted students. A lot of them have small animal general practice hours and a lot of them got paid to do it at some point in their journey. Okay, nice. So I think, yeah, I think that's it. Okay, wonderful. Well. If you have more questions, we will be here. Good luck. And I hope you get a job soon, especially with some (laughs) small animal vets. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You're welcome. You too. Bye.